0: Hey y'all, I'm Nikki.
1: And I'm Selena, and this is Sweet Tea TV, a podcast by two Southerners exploring and celebrating the better parts of Southern culture on TV and in entertainment.
0: In our first season, we'll dive into the iconic show Designing Women, a series far ahead of its time, following four strong, brazen women right here in our backyard, Atlanta.
1: So join us as we break down each episode and discuss what they got right. What they got wrong and how this show holds thirty plus years later. Come on, let's get into it. Hey,
0: Nikki. Hey, Selena.
1: <laughs> pretty sure I said I was going to come up with something better, but I got. Nothing. I've been
0: on pins and needles to see what you came up with, but here we are.
1: Oh, I said hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: pretty. Good. That's good. That's all you can ask for.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that. Today's episode that we're covering uh, it's called I Do, I Don't, and we'll get into the description in a second, but I thought I would give a little something about you and a little something about me that sort of ties into this episode as a whole, because I do, I don't, we're talking about marriage and an engagement here, essentially, although, you know, speedy, <laughs> and um, I was thinking that it's really kind of um, kismet, fate. Whatever you want to call it,
0: serendipity. That,
1: oh, serendipity! Look at that, and also a rom com, a good one, um, by the way. The, uh, hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey. Um, I like their desserts <laughs> in New York City. Um, so, but it's serendipity because you have a little something, a little anniversary mm-hmm. that's going to happen on Saturday, mm-hmm. and that is your
0: eleventh wedding
1: anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. It's yeah. a long time. I guess at this yeah. And is it congrat is it best wishes to the bride? I like to be correct. Oh, that's a good
0: question. Things. I it it is best wishes when they get married. I don't know about an anniversary.
1: I think eleven years in, maybe it's like also best wishes still.
0: <laughs> or Godspeed um, one or the other.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I like that. That's what it's gonna be on your card. I hope that's okay. Um, for me, I also have one that's kind of funny and weird. Ten years ago this week, I got engaged. Oh,
0: yay. So,
1: yeah, and you and I knew each other. Yes, so, we did. At that time. We did.
0: Yeah. I had to think on that yeah. for a second.
1: Well, and one of the reasons that I sort of all, I kind of remember at least the time frame of your anniversary is what I didn't know coming in new to work is that I was asking for time off. Unknowingly going into my uh pending engagement oh, that was about to happen yeah. i was just going to disney world you know like any 25
0: year old <laughs> going to uh, get engaged
1: yeah oh i was 26 and then uh i didn't realize that it was your one year anniversary so oh um, that same weekend such a good memory Uh, uh, yes, but I feel like sometimes people just are like, "Why do you remember that?" And I'm like, "I cannot help it." So (laughs) just lucky, uh, I guess. So lucky to remember every single solitary thing until this last year. That's really strange. Well, thank you, different year. (laughs) Thank you, pandemic. Anyways, so I just thought that was weird that that was taking place weird in a good way. We're having all these things. That's lovely. Uh, Yeah. So, with that in mind,
0: will you launch
1: us into what the heck this whole I do, I
0: don't is about? Yes, of course. Hulu says that Julia and her current beau go out for a celebratory dinner and on a whim decide to get married. The next morning finds Julia wanting to get out of the marriage until Reese shows up with the annulment papers. That's not a great written (laughs) description because... Her current beau is Reese. And if you didn't know that, then that didn't make sense to you.
1: Oh, that's a fair Reese point. could have been
0: her lawyer. Reese could have been another son we haven't met yet.
1: That's true. I was all held up on your whim. whim. <laughs> it's just adding a little like whimsy. Oh, yours is pretty. Mine was like I was hocking something up. <laughs> Um, I don't know if we've established that I have have we been trying to say the writers I've been writing them down every time we have not
0: been saying them (laughs) but I actually wrote this one down because I and now I'm wondering if I got it right. I did notice that it wasn't solely LBT. I almost said (laughs) BLT. (laughs) But I did notice it wasn't solely her. And because we had had a conversation in one of our recent recordings about whether it was LBT and whether we should ascribe, you know, what was in the writing to her and whether that was fair or not. I thought, well, this looks notable and different. So I jotted it down.
1: Yeah. And it's uh, Emily Marshall. I didn't look up anything she did, but I did look at my notes and get scared really quickly because I was like, Penny Marshall. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, no, no, no. Emily Emily Marshall.
0: Emily, we love you. So, so I Joe opens up. Yeah. And to kind of get into this scene, um, there are three of the designing women in Sugar Bakers. We've got um, Suzanne, Mary Jo and Charlene. Uh, Mary Jo is like viciously cutting up some magazines. Suzanne's putting on makeup and Charlene's just sort of puttering in the background. Um, there's a do you want to talk about the conversation Mary Jo has?
1: is it because it's
0: about small breasts (laughs) because i take that offensively
1: it's because you Uh,
0: you have self-proclaimed that you and mary joe are in the same committee
1: yeah we are in the same committee i so i know she's talking to about like the people who do like their upholstery Mm -hmm. or something and um she's having trouble communicating with them it's because they you know english sounds like it's not air first language mm-hmm. she makes some sort of sign which is going to be really hard for people to see here but i'm signing somewhere near where your t-shirt usually has words on the front <laughs> and and she said and now they think that i, I want my breast augmented yeah maybe, or something she like wants that okay press. she doesn't. yeah that one i didn't write down yet yeah, that's right she said she doesn't um and i was like yeah we don't have to do that if we don't want
0: to but if you do want to go sure for whatever it. Yeah. Um, so that, that kind of interaction happens, and then Julia comes in in quite a tizzy. She's got many shopping bags, like
1: a happy tizzy. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh,
1: sh- she's excited about she's something, been- she's buzzy. Buzzy, I like that, like a bee. Uh, she's
0: been shopping for a dress mm-hmm. because it's her six month anniversary with Reese. Reese. Not on a. Can women. I ask you a question about this part? I, it's a stupid. Sure. It's maybe a stupid question. I tried to go back through the episodes and just kind of like refresh my memory um, on some of the earlier episodes. We've never heard about Reese before, have we? No. So Mm-mm. they just sort of throw him into this episode.
1: I, I think we do that in this show. Okay.
0: Yeah? Okay. Uh,
1: yeah. No breadcrumbs on this okay. one. Uh, someone call us out. I'm like, please call us out. Do whatever you want to do. <laughs> just Tell do it nicely. Us. Well, that would be good if you did it nicely. Uh, but yeah, to my knowledge, we haven't heard anything about that to this point. Um, if But th- there's not just roses. She also talks about getting a special gift. And there were a couple of hints. Mm-hmm. Uh, very
0: good ones. Yellow. They're very good ones that, once you find out what the gift is.
1: <laughs> that, that, <laughs> oh, boy. It's true. Uh, it's yellow, and it, it fits on her finger.
0: So there you go. So so immediately the women jump to it's an engagement ring. Charlene tells this very charming story about how people are now hiding engagement rings in things, um, which I think is maybe a thing that doesn't happen as much anymore. But it's definitely a thing that happens to some people. Well, it's
1: also funny because to hear that is like all the rage. Oh, right. I don't right.
0: know. Right.
1: Because it feels so, I mean, I don't know dated. I'm sure people still hide rings and stuff. I just, I but it's not that something
0: much, that everyone does kind of in the way that she was describing it.
1: Right. It's like, I feel like proposals are very theatrical now, yeah. but in different right. ways. So, and they're so like social media driven and all Did
0: that. Did Casey just get down on one knee?
1: uh he did um but like we were at the um i'm like i don't even know if i have shared this story with a lot of people period oh well i don't want to put what you a the place spot. to share it oh it's not it's not weird or anything it's just um it's funny because he had to put me up on something so i could see a di- the disney parade at the end of the night yeah you guys i'm short <laughs> So I couldn't see anything. Actually, he may have not had to get down on one knee because I was up on like a oh, wall. Oh, good, you did him a favor. And he had me all, like I was all distracted with like I don't know if if you haven't been to Disney World and seen the parade, like they put up a light show, like nothing I've ever seen before. So I know some people are not crazy about Disney World or think it's passe or whatever, but. I, it's to me it was life watching all of this and then um and i'm not really even usually impressed by parades and Mm. stuff it's just not really my Mm -hmm. thing um but it's just an impressive like light show and everything and then i looked down for a second and he was standing there with the ring um so that that's how ours went but we were very like i didn't like it was like a private thing really like i didn't even want anybody to see we asked somebody walking by to take our picture Um, and that was and
0: that was about Aww. it. Well, yeah, I didn't have mine hidden in spaghetti or anything either. It was just in the box, so nothing, nothing special. But it was really cute to hear Charlene talking about how people hide them, and she told this very just funny story. Did a couple? I think it was actually a couple of funny anecdotes, which were really cute. Um, so anyway, they spent some time talking about whether it was engagement rings. Suzanne certainly did not think it was. The other women thought it was. Um, <laughs>
1: She says um, all the women down at the country club are hot to trot for him. Uh, so uh, you don't hear that every day anymore. Sure. Uh, and uh, but you know, because he's—I think this is another important point, knowing the background that we know about Julia. Um, he's a mm. widower. Yeah, and she's That's a, a good widow. Point. So he lost his wife two years ago, and I think basically what Julia is getting at is like it's too yeah. soon. But um, but still, I think, like anybody else, like, would be, like, you know, there's just that that tinge of excitement. Like, if it could be. That's what I was
0: going to say. She definitely wouldn't, she wouldn't hate if he at least asked, is what I got, is the sense I got from it.
1: Okay, sibling haver. Oh. <laughs> it seems to come around to this again, because... It felt like Suzanne saying what she did really kind of brought out Julia's competitive side. Oh,
0: yeah. I I picked up on that later in that, because, I mean, they hit it right on the nose later in the episode. It did not occur to me initially.
1: She says something like, um, like something like, well, maybe he's not ready, but if I wanted to motivate him to do it, I certainly could. And then she, you know, calls her sister, easy again (laughs) that's what she does yeah um so but i mean i think you know pretty much we we don't know where things are going but we know that we're headed to dinner and that pretty much wraps up the scene
0: so they go to dinner they're at a fancy restaurant i'm saying it's fancy because they're champagne they're in fancy outfits julia has her hair pulled up their table linens there's a champagne. What do you call those things? The bucket. bucket? Yeah, right. That. Um, and Julia's clearly flustered. She mm-hmm. is. Something's going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's kind of where we are. Um, I can. It sort of comes out at this point that she is. She. She thinks the ring is hidden in some food.
1: Well, yes, she's <laughs> shaking open the napkin. <laughs> like a bullfighter you know um I think that did they br- brought a rose by the table for her and I, I I might be skipping around there a little bit but she
0: looked in there she's dumping the it out <laughs> yeah uh, my my favorite part was obviously probably everyone's favorite her digging into the rolls to find it <laughs> she's digging into all of them she's just tearing through them right sure I mean what was she supposed to do she's Charlene told her that's the new thing
1: yeah and i just i actually wrote down the things that i saw her do because i don't there's a lot to unpack in this scene yeah but the other thing she does is towards the end of the mill she takes and she pours the entire sauce on her souffle (laughs) (laughs) and then she puts her she puts up to her elbow her hand and like swirls it around in the champagne bucket
0: (laughs) she's just going full-on crazy
1: she i haven't seen her this frazzled since pain came into town
0: and i think she was focused on maybe the she stays focused on that despite what reese tells her which i think was ballsy if i'm just gonna i'm just gonna dig right in i'm gonna say it was really ballsy he says that he thinks she made a mistake with her hair and this is early in the dinner he says that
1: well and you know right then that she is like thinking that's the moment he's gonna propose yeah Because he says, I have something important to tell you. Right. And then it's a comment on her hair. Did you write down anything else or remember what he said? Because it really struck me what he said after he said, I don't like your hair, basically.
0: The part where he says she has angular features? Her face looks really severe.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so it brings all that forward. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not that you're not perfectly lovely or whatever he says. I just.
0: I had a real strong reaction.
1: Yeah. I mean, first of all, can't you just leave that at the door? It, yeah. At least for an anniversary? I mean, this is tough, right? Because there's sort of these conversations that go on in relationships. Like, just tell me the truth. Does this make me look hippie? Like,. Like as in hips. not Maybe like, like 11
0: chic. years into a relationship, not six months.
1: Six months. I think that's another really important thing that I was thinking again on rewatch. Um, and I know they're a little older and I know they've been in another relationship and maybe that makes you more speedy. Oh, sure. But, but like still six months is a very short amount of time. Yeah. And so I think what it was for me is that like, that whole thing, it brings it all forward. Doesn't that sound like something that, like, your hairstylist would say? <laughs> oh, like, it didn't even say. The thing is, is, like, I get, like, just thinking about my husband, just thinking about Casey, he may be like, it's not my favorite, but he wouldn't be like, Selena, you're a winter. Right. So you really only need to be in the jewel tones. Yes, uh, that's and a very that's, good point. And that's sort of how it hit me, is, like, it felt It felt like someone who knows about those things writing about those things. And that Mm. didn't match the rest of Reese's character to me.
0: Yeah. Also, she's kind of jacked up. And she took her hair down and she still looked like somehow better, like super fierce. Her hair looked awesome when she pulled it down. And I was like, I pull my hair out of a ponytail and it does not look like that.
1: Well, I don't. Okay. So while I don't agree with his approach or timing or anything like that, he wasn't wrong.
0: She looks way better with her hair pulled up.
1: She, she does. It looked it look, it look good.
0: But we usually don't get her with her hair pulled up. So I think it was almost like a, it was that kind of disconnect. It, it, didn't, it wasn't that I thought she looked bad. I just wasn't used to it. And then, but then she pulled it down and it looked amazing. Now, granted, I haven't washed my hair in about seven days. So when I pull it out of a ponytail, <laughs> it stands on its own. Hers looked very different and I was very impressed. Yeah, it, w-
1: it was impressive. Also, That's what
0: go, was most impressive to me about this scene.
1: I, yeah, this scene was kind of hard. But they do have some sweet moments, too. I mean, um, I think once things get back on track, he does talk a little bit about how much he's enjoyed these last six months. And, of course, she's still not so subtly looking for the ring.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> although she's he not hasn't, fully invested.
1: He hasn't completely figured it out yet.
0: Right? No, it seems like it takes him a while.
1: Which is, and and I wanted to say that because that was another thing that struck me along the way, is he's making some pretty pointed comments
0: about how she's eating. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I don't have a lot nice to say about Reese. He wasn't even a straight shooter. He was just kind of mean. They have to wheel you out of here on a gurney. We better get, that. I actually wrote that down. I guess I better get on with this gift business before they roll you out of here on a gurney.
1: Hmm. Or he's had clients on death row that go after food more calmly. Yes. Some, something like that. And I, I mean, just the whole thing is like um, it's a little insensitive. I think, especially for that era, the fact that Julia at that point was in her forties. Right. Like she was probably raised to like um, I don't know if this is foreshadowing, but eat like a bird. And so I think, like they, you know, I think women were taught like you need to be demure and you need to do all of this stuff. Also,
0: none of the rolls were going in her mouth. Well, that was the thing that bothered me. She wasn't eating the food; she was just digging through it. Come on, we all do that sometimes—dig out the bread innards. Except I would be eating it exactly. Cerise so was a very lucky man.
1: He is a very lucky man. But then we get the actual gift. He has him bring it out.
0: Oh, man. Oh, man. She loses her mind a little bit more. I don't even think she has much more to lose.
1: But she's trying to hold it together, I think. Is she? They're, well, they're, all, they're also insinuating there's been a lot to drink. Like, so,
0: okay. So the gift is a yellow canary bird. Thank you. It's mm-hmm. a tweet tweet. <laughs> it's um, a tweet tweet. <laughs> it is in <laughs> like a clear plastic container and um they just have it sitting on the table and he tells this really lovely story about how julia said she used to have one and she loved it so i guess he thought she wanted another one
1: yeah yeah i i guess i you know i I didn't it just it it wasn't landing
0: but she was like the reason when you said um but she tried to hold it together and i was like really because she was like the grasping for straws like but, but you know how dramatic I can be. Maybe I didn't ever really say that. Maybe it was your, you know, your um, wife, your deceased wife. Maybe it was this. Maybe it was that. She's like throwing out all these reasons that he gave her a crappy gift. So I don't think she was really holding it together all that well.
1: Mm, that's, that's fair. I, I don't know. But okay, well, then she is crying. So, I'm mean, like she's holding it together, Nikki. What do you want from her? But fine, she's crying. He finally get it, gets it. Like she was expecting a ring, mm-hmm. um, and she feels let down. Um, but then he says that he feels both hornswoggled, but also flattered. You know, he can't. Oh, you don't hear that term every day. Between that and hot to trot, I just don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> Um, but he can't believe, I thought this was nice though. Not the hornswoggle part, but the, the flatter part. He couldn't believe a beautiful girl like her would want to be with him. I thought that part was nice.
0: Well, beautiful after she pulled her hair down.
1: That's true. Not with that hair up. Mm -mm. Yeah.
0: Mm -mm, Girl, that's not showing your best features.
1: Brings it all forward, I hear. (laughs) So, you know, but like, then he, he sort of comes around very quickly to the idea He's like, yeah, let's do this. Let's, let's raise this
0: bird. Raise this bird together. Yeah, that's I true. Thought
1: that, that I thought that part was kind of cute as well. Um, and all I could think was, these two are adults, right? <laughs> I'm it's not sure anymore. And like fairly adults. And I think that's why I brought up the, you know, because <laughs> it just seemed like maybe like with as fast as they were turning and saying things and changing their mind and, Again, I, I used this word in the last episode, but again, frenetic, right. you know, it just felt like maybe, um, you know, their champagne bill or champ drink bar bill that was longer <laughs> than her face. champagney Billy Bobby Brown. I don't know. But I mean, so it just felt like we were laying the groundwork there. Uh, yeah, they, the other,
0: they were getting caught up in the moment for sure. Well, I think they, feeding oh, off I'm, one another.
1: Right, sorry. You guys, we are looking at each other, but still, it's sometimes hard. We have so much
0: to say about this scene.
1: Uh, I thought that the way that they talked about their spouses
0: was sweet. That was really sweet. They get this death thing, man. They keep going back to the, I hope they're having dinner in heaven together. And in the last episode, how everybody wants to reunite in heaven together. I don't know. It's just very oh, deathy. Yeah, There's a theme. But that was nice.
1: Yeah. So I like I like that and um and you know they th- and I think this is probably a hang up on both of their parts, you know. They'd want them to be happy, sure. right? They love them. But I think even though like they probably know that deep down, it's still just putting my imagination whatever on, you know. I think that would probably be a really hard thing to wrap your head around. Yeah. Um but you know, everybody needs to be loved, Nikki. <laughs> Is there is there anything else that struck you
0: about this scene? Not that I can. I mean, there were there were a couple of references in there uh, that were things I had to look up. But I think we'll get to that later. So um, leave a Mm breadcrumb. No, I think (laughs) a roll crumb. I think that's it. And I'm really going to say that's it. I'm not going to say that's it. And then launch into a 10 minute comment about it. That's it. Let's do that later. Right.
1: Okay. I I just have to ask. What do you think about Reese?
0: Mm. What don't I think about Reese? I'm not enjoying this character. I am not appreciating his lack of appreciation for Julia. That's it. I don't like it. The first thing, on your six-month anniversary dinner, to tell someone their hair does not look good, it's not a good look. It's not. Do you love him?
1: No. (laughs) No. no i i'm I'm having a <laughs> difficult time liking him honestly i mean I do think he's he's it, there's something that is charming about him now i think but I think I'm confusing the actor with mm. the character um, okay you know it, honestly he feels a little bit I'm, try, I'm trying to figure out a nice way to say this a little bit like a generation before like <laughs> <laughs> This is coming out great already, but basically like just, uh, I think it's, our generations are different. Let me put it that way, where I feel like this was something, this cockiness was something that was like thought of to be like sexy and attractive Mm -hmm. to a woman. And, um, you know, he seemed like where it's like wonderful. Everything he says is somehow a gem, everything he mm. says must be heard um but i kind of felt like he was two steps away from calling her toots and smacking her on the butt
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know and as you're talking though i'm thinking about julia's reaction because ultimately isn't that what matters like the the per- character or the person on the receiving end how they receive it and she was mad when he made the comment about her hair she was mad but she wasn't she didn't have her feelings hurt like it clearly did not phase her it didn't occur to her that he was saying like she was ugly. It was just like I don't know, he was being offensive and she called him out on it. But she wasn't like, Oh, I'm so ugly, and like it didn't ruin her self-worth or anything.
1: So I think we're you're kind of going to the next point um of where my head was is like, well, what do what do you think about this their relationship? Not just oh, uh-huh. Reese, but them together.
0: I it didn't I it did not seem Mm, that's so hard to say, right? I don't love it. And we're just getting that. a small snippet, right? Right. And we also recognize
1: people, this is a television show, you know?
0: <laughs> but this is our job. We're here to do this. We're gonna break it all down. We're
1: taking this very seriously. Um, for me, I, I just sort of felt like um, they, have, they have one of those, it's six months also feels a little bit early for them to be like, oh, let's not fight tonight. <laughs> Or like maybe they have like that kind of relationship where they like sort of like to fight because they like to make up. But I don't want to know anything about that. (laughs) You know, it's. uh,
0: um, I I was just thinking they like to fight because they're both stubborn. And Julia just always seems like she's looking a little bit for a fight.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, I think, you know, Casey and I have something where we sort of like to tease
0: each other a little bit. But we're not mean about it. And some of it felt mean. He's not saying, hey, Selena, this is a really lovely night out at Outback, but could you maybe pull your hair out of that top knot? So two things there. Right, <laughs> <Once, laughs> Outback was a bad example. If he took me to Outback,
1: he'd be in so much trouble. So um, that's because I used to work there. Nikki knows, but so I don't want to be at Outback. But the second thing is, um, yeah, let's see him say something about my hair. <laughs> Let's see it happen. Let's see how that night goes. I'm scared. He wouldn't even know. I could, right. I think the only time is like when I come in with like a completely different color of hair. He's like, did you uh do something? Are you wearing a different shirt?
0: <laughs> yep, that's it. And
1: I almost prefer that. It's, I think it's better that way. <laughs> right. Really to someone is. telling me I had a long face or something. Um, which I, I kind of do. So. <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> um, so I also did want to say that it, because they were married in real life, um, I thought it might be worth, like, us talking a little bit, but also for anyone who's listening that don't, that, that maybe they don't know anything about their relationship. Because, like, honestly, I have to say, like, kind of like, why, why would you? But... Um right. unless you were just like the biggest fans of all time um but uh I I looked up a few things and thought I'd share those. Okay. Uh one is that um it was the third marriage for both of them.
0: Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, so and I say that to say I don't care. Look, people get remarried, it happens. I don't like it's not that part of it, but I think what it really um cemented for me in my mind was this idea that like um, this was a relationship among older people. Mm. And that sounds like I'm calling them old. I don't mean that. I just mean like, I feel like you're
0: mature. Yes. mature. you're
1: you're wiser by this point. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't you're not the hothead that you are at like 20 um, or whatever you are at 20 that <laughs> you need to age out of whatever you were at 20. Get better. That goes get for everyone. Version. Um but so Hal Holbrook um you know I think we've mentioned that already but that's his name in real life um he is an actor um he he wasn't interested in playing this character and um it it he turned it down twice but then LBT eventually talked him into it <laughs> and here's how she did it she said do you really want a stranger making love to your wife on TV and that's when he yeah, agreed right to, to the it. jugular I, well, my thing is, is like, well, what is, is Designing Women getting like softcore porn?
0: <laughs> it was headed for Skinamax. Right.
1: What's happened? No one's making love. <laughs> I mean, someone is, but we're not seeing it. Thank goodness. Had,
0: I don't know. They had a very heated embrace toward the end of the episode. Maybe that was where that was headed.
1: I would say, let me go back and watch, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> Um, so, but that's how they finally talked, uh, or how LBT finally talked him into taking on the role. I also just wanted to say that, um, there's a couple of things that we'll wind up linking to on the website and then also in the show notes, but LBT also had some really kind things to say about him earlier this year when he passed. He was 95. Um, that's not what she said, but I mean, I'm just saying like he, 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 he lived a a nice long life is what I'm trying to say. Um, but. Without any eloquence. <laughs> so, um, but he, she's talked a lot about his relationship with Dixie Carter in real life. And she said that they had a fire between them both off and on screen. Mm. And I legitimately think I could feel that a little bit. Uh, so um, got a little scorcher. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really care for their on-screen heat, but <laughs> that's what it is. But I could see, like you could see, a little bit of a spark there. I think um, on show nights, I thought this was really sweet, um, especially if she had a rant as Julia. They could not put him near the audience mics because he would hoop and clap so hard for her screaming at a girl. Oh I love that. That's really lovely. She referred to him as Mr. Holbrook and looked at her like a kid who asked a girl to the prom and still couldn't believe she said yes. Aww. She's got got chill bumps. Aww. Um, And and then there was this whole bit about how, like, apparently uh, Dixie Carter really liked to throw fancy dinner parties. Mm. But then she liked to make, like, these grand late entrances. Oh. And she would, like, come to the top of the stairs like all dramatically and be like oh is there a party going on i don't know in my head that's what her voice sounds like um and then she would go after dinner they would do like the whole bit like you know how people i don't know who does this in real life but like playing the piano she would stretch out across like lay across the piano and sing cole porter
0: songs that's what i do after my dinner parties We have a Chick-fil-A chicken nugget tray. I lay across the keyboard. I'm going to
1: tell you one thing. If you're doing that, you better put it on social media. (laughs) 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 Because we need some videos.
0: (laughs) Why Uh, was she doing this? Was this like in the 70s? Or it feels very 70s to me.
1: Well, I I think they were married in the 80s. But yeah, it it feels of another time, does it not? Yeah. And then I get the only other thing I wanted to say is to talk just a little bit about Hal Holbrook. Um, He's most well known for playing Mark Twain on stage, but he did appear in classics like All the President's Men that starred Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman. Um, he was also in the main cast of Evening Shade, which was a show in the 90s with Burt Reynolds. Um, and just in general, he's one of those character actors, if anybody cares to do so, if you um, and I th- we'll link to this as well. If you look at his filmography, you go, oh, about 12 times, or at least mm. I did. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to share those things and talk a little bit about that. Um, before we talk about what happens with Julia? Is there anything else that's that you wanted to talk about about the two of them or
0: as Nope, I think you covered it. I was expecting that to go a slightly different way when you said you were going to share some information about them as a couple. I, I was sort of wondering if they did not fit well together in real life Mm. and which, which would have run counter to what I expected because I think they, I know, I know they were married until she passed um, and I think he I think it's some like when we talked about that at some point, I had looked into it and um, he had said some really lovely things about her. So I think I had assumed they had this like wonderful, strong marriage. But then when you um, said you wanted to share a little bit more about them, I was like, oh, no, where is this going to go?
1: Yeah, no, I think they had a really lovely relationship.
0: Um, well, that's nice. Yeah. Maybe I'll warm up to Reese.
1: And I think that's what makes it difficult because yeah. I'm not enjoying his character, but I'm enjoying everything I've read.
0: Yeah, so, I get that.
1: Uh, you know,
0: uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> what we'll see are you going to do? We'll see. Maybe we'll see if they end up together in this episode or not. And then see if he'll stick around longer.
1: We'll see. So take it away, Nikki. What, what, what is the next day like? <laughs>
0: The next day seems rough. The next day seems like a day that I think many people can relate to. Um, So Charlene, Suzanne, and Mary Jo show up for work. And Julia is stumbling down the stairs in a delightful white nightgown um, robe situation um, with the big news that she and Reese drank all the champagne in Georgia and got married the night before.
1: Yeah. And they told us that was gonna happen, but I guess like, you know, we didn't
0: except for the Hulu description.
1: <laughs> anything could have happened.
0: <laughs> so, uh yeah, they got married and um she's very hungover. Um and not feeling not feeling anything really. She just doesn't want to talk about it. She launches into uh with the women basically how this was a terrible idea she's a widow he's a widower they're still grieving they shouldn't have gotten married yeah and all the things yeah but suzanne
1: wants to throw a reception
0: well sure (laughs) they wish they'd thrown her a shower but she had already had one so she's good um i think this is where i the um sibling rivalry they pointed at like on the nose which is <laughs> sometimes that's how I pick up on things is you just throw it in my face and I'm like oh right I get it now <laughs> so I didn't catch it early in the episode but definitely here there's a, a tinge of sibling rivalry
1: yeah yeah, and I, th- and I think the, what, what we also get here because they're like well how will Reese react and basically Julia says like you know H- he'll be devastated but
0: you know He's gonna, yeah it's going to be awful his whole life is going to fall apart
1: right and then,
0: and then he shows up,
1: and he's fine.
0: He's totally cool. He's he's like chipper, chipper even.
1: Not even a tad disheveled.
0: Not at all. Uh, like, Which isn't that the isn't that how that works? Men can just pull it all together in twelve seconds.
1: There's part of that, but I just I think my first thing was that. Mm, he might be a little bit more of a professional drinker
0: than she is. Oh. <laughs> right. Right. That may be true. That may be true. Um but we get to this crux, he does yeah. the wrong thing here. Aww. And
1: he just
0: wh- whips out the annulment papers. <laughs> well, see, he thought he was there to do some business. Like you and I both agree, we were drunk last night. Let's let's sort this out. Let's fix it. it
1: but it's not I mean it, but now he has, he's done it in front of three other people, including her sister. Right. And that is, I, I mean, I would not be happy with that.
0: Like, yeah, that's a good point.
1: You know, I mean, it was just, it was, it was like too nonchalant and, um, and I think yeah, that's it, true. And it underscores everything that Suzanne had kind of told, said from the jump. Like, right. He doesn't want this. Right. You don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. you're not good enough. I mean, I just feel that kind of reverberating through her hungover skull, Ugh. right? And I imagine that doesn't feel very good. Yeah, um, that's a good point. But I mean, but I think that's really the big parts of the scene. Julia's uh, immediately she's pissed.
0: Oh um, yeah, she's mad.
1: She's clearly embarrassed, um, and I I think we could count this as a a mini takedown.
0: Yeah. Definitely.
1: She tells him that he can fold it, the annulment in five corners and stick it where the sun don't shine. So that's, that'll do it.
0: So the next thing we know, we're in Julia's bedroom, and she's, she's in bed very dramatically. Uh, the other women are trying to feed her. They've come into the room trying to feed her, and Julia just is refusing to get out of bed she's i think embarrassed and maybe a little heartbroken but probably more embarrassed would you say
1: i think that comes out as the scene goes on yeah it's hard to tell at first although there is one more person in the room
0: oh yeah there is tweet tweet tweety doesn't she call him tweety
1: uh she will in the scene mm-hmm.
0: okay yeah the little
1: bird yeah um yeah, I mean, I think, and she's just like, and I, I think you're right though. It is all, it is all very dramatic. She does, she doesn't want magazines. She doesn't want. She makes,
0: she makes a comment about, um, uh, Cosmo, Cosmopolitan magazine, which makes it sound like Playboy. Women wearing nothing but suspenders above the waist.
1: I wonder if there was a cover at that time that was like controversial oh, that's or a good something. point. Um, that, I, di- I didn't look that up, but I had that passing thought because I wasn't, sh- I was like, that sounds like the Google rabbit hole I don't want to go down.
0: Yeah, good <laughs> so. point. I think, um, I-, I didn't really have much in the scene because there's really, I mean, there's not that much to say. Julia's like, f- she's upset, but like we said, I think it's a little more embarrassment than anything. Um, there's some funny back and forths between her and Charlene. Like Charlene is just like this bright spot in every scene she's in, she, is. <laughs> she, she kind of um, takes Julia to task because she hasn't named the bird. And Julia is not in the mood and says as much and is like, if he applies for a passport or driver's license, we'll fix it. But for now, I don't care what the thing's name is. Um, and that's when she ends up calling him Tweety. I thought that was really funny. Um, I also just wanted to mention, just as an aside, I showed this to my husband. He was not as impressed. Jean Smart is wearing a pin in this scene, that I swear to you is the pin from The Hunger Games. <gasps> it's so in my notes! Is it really? Yes! I took a screenshot and <laughs> took a picture of um, The Hunger Games pin.
1: I didn't notice it until downstairs. Not like, oh, I mean, when they go downstairs. Right. Not to ruin anything for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but they do return downstairs but anyways i it says is charlie wearing katniss's mockingjay pin from hunger oh Games? my
0: gosh see we're right there together kyle's like i mean i guess they're kind of similar i was like they are not kind of similar
1: i'm like well zoom in on that sucker because it's going on social
0: i've got the pictures to support it
1: i'm glad you saw
0: that too great
1: i definitely did i'm that's so funny that you thought that too um and for anyone who's never heard of designing women and don't know what the heck we're talking about i'm guessing you know who katniss katniss everdeen (laughs) maybe i don't know sometimes it's good to be well-rounded and know who they both are
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that I'm so glad you found that. That is the extent of my very detailed notes on this scene because the rest of it was sort of like I was watching I was watching Charlene eat toast and thinking mm, toast would be good and that's when I realized I had kind of reached the end of my I would eat these toasts
1: if someone <laughs> gave them to me. Well, I do think that there's a couple of things to say like uh, to just if I can punctuate your point a little bit you know you said like it's really more that she's embarrassed and julia does admit that and i wanted to say what she said she said she's selfish she's small-minded and she has to have her way it's a sugar baker defect there you go you know and i thought that was i thought i don't know i thought that was important because again like as we're you know we're making our way we're getting almost to the halfway point of the first season again it (gasps) yeah
0: (laughs) that feels like a milestone hold on sorry hold on We're getting
1: almost halfway through the first season. (laughs) Woo!
0: (laughs) So, um, I don't know, man. Given that it took us like seven years to put the podcast together, (laughs) the fact that we have hit ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, it is exciting. Uh, But I think that's like kind of pulling back on those layers of the onion. You know, mm-hmm. and showing a little bit of, of who she is. And I think it will also kind of come full circle as we get into the last scene. Um, mm-hmm. But I think largely, you know, but Suzanne also calls her out. And she, mm-hmm. she says, you're embarrassed. If we weren't cool. there, you'd have just signed the papers. You yeah. knew it was the right thing to do. And, um, oh, I actually, there's one thing I want to cover. And then we can move into the next scene. Because okay. I, I need to ask you a favor. Just in oh, case. Okay. You know, because we live closer to each other. Okay, so Charlene says that she can't lie up there forever. Her muscles will sag, she'll get poor circulation (laughs) and facial hair. And so, you know, she said, I want y'all to promise me that if I ever get paralyzed or can't move my arms for any reason, that you'll come and tweeze my facial hair for me. So, Nikki. (laughs) This
0: is a big favor, Nikki. (laughs) If it's going where I think it's going, this is a big one. Nikki. (laughs) Yes. What do you need of me? Say it.
1: Ask Will it. you stop by and just make sure that my trash cans are at the curb?
0: <laughs> uh, no,
1: I'm just kidding. I'm hoping they'll just pull the plug, if that's the case. <laughs> just so we don't have to get to the face. Well, there's the soft touches now, so you don't have to plug. You don't have right. to plug. Nikki, I've got a machine. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Perfect. So it won't be great. quite
1: as invasive perfect but just so you know i'll do it for you okay okay
0: okay as long as we're as we're treating. i can't
1: babysit your kids <laughs>
0: but i can pluck your facial hair
1: but i will pluck your facial hair
0: perfect it's all about knowing
1: our strengths isn't it that's right and that's where my strengths are um but so that was my only other thing other than that she wants to be left alone and so the girls leave and we kind of travel into the next scene
0: yep Um, so they get back downstairs the girls are all downstairs and Reese has arrived Um, and he has arrived with a reverend (laughs) and a violinist
1: yeah like it's a maybe that's a lawyer entourage I don't know
0: a (laughs) law (laughs) entourage
1: come on you can't move right past that
0: a law entourage okay (laughs) So, I have to ask you something here. So, Reese says he got Julia's telegram, and Julia says, wait, Suzanne just told me you sent me a telegram. Did you catch this? Mm, a, a telegram? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I caught it. So, but that's not, that's not what I want to touch base uh-huh. on. I want to touch base on the fact that I have mentioned before on the podcast that I look up the script sometimes, mm-hmm. and I specifically looked up the script for this episode because they never mentioned a telegram upstairs in the bedroom. Yeah. And then they come downstairs and say, Suzanne just told me you sent a telegram, which feels like a piece of information that should have been shown. So I bring this up to say, Mm. there is a piece of script missing from the Hulu. There's some cuts in the show that is in the script I found, it's written up. It's the lady saying, I hate seeing Julia like this. She's usually so pulled together. She's got it all together. This is really sad. Um, Julia comes out and they say, hey, Julia, he just sent you a telegram. Then he comes in. So like when, when you're watching it on Hulu, Julia is standing at the top of the stairs. She's there the whole time, it seems like from reading this script. So I don't mean to break your brain. And I don't mean to stress you out, except to say, I think there are some questionable cuts here. And we're not getting the full show.
1: My mind is blown. I get I just took it to be like, they didn't have time. I wonder if it just got cut for time.
0: It could have been, Um, could have been, but it's mm -hmm. really, it just really bothered me because that feels like a really critical piece of information Mm -hmm. because that is allegedly what brought Reese there and allegedly what brought Julia out of the room when she just clearly said she didn't want to come out.
1: Okay. So I'm wondering something too. So are, are you saying that what you think may have happened is that like when this originally aired, all that showed, and then for some reason, all this got cut specifically from what's airing on Hulu now?
0: That's my guess.
1: I guess we could try and go find it from one of the other places where it streams and see if it's different. Pluto TV. (laughs) It actually is an option on my TV downstairs. Let's see what happens. Well, because I went, Pluto, (laughs) it does exist.
0: I do, I do wonder, I, I am very curious about that. So I think that's a good idea. Um, but there have just been other times as we're watching that I feel like there's an inconsistency or something. Mm. And those are the sorts of things like that. Again, that just felt like such a critical moment mm-hmm. for the show, um, which is part of the reason I looked up the script. So I do think something is happening here. Um, but I wanted to mention that to you, yeah. because that felt important. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I've wasted a lot of time on that, except to say um, that's what brought kind of everyone together. He says, I got your telegram. Julia says, what telegram? Suzanne said, you just sent me one. Comes out, it seems like Suzanne invented this telegram concept Yeah. so she could bring them together.
1: Which I actually thought was kind of nice because I think I said recently that like, maybe the last episode or before that, I can't remember now, but just that she's been kind of getting on my nerves
0: a little bit. And I hate that so much because I think she's a darn delight.
1: I Well, I thought she was a delight in this episode. Um, Mm. And I love that she said, well, I had no idea he was going to show up with a minister. You
0: People are so extreme. So extreme. (laughs) That was really funny.
1: Um, And I have a note here that says, we're all thinking it. We're all thinking it. (laughs) It's true. And he gets kind of aggressive. Like,
0: Reese does. Yeah.
1: He's like throwing the veil on her. I don't are we ready to talk about this? I I hope I Yeah, man. Okay. Dive in. Yeah. I mean he's he's throwing the veil on her, you know, he's forceful, almost treating her like a child instead of a partner. Again, this strikes me as a generational hmm.
0: He told her well, this is backing up a second. He said, Get downstairs or I'm gonna come up there and get you. Yeah. I know. And I mean, my reaction to that was just like, I'd like to see you try. A hand gesture? Seriously. (laughs) Just come on up. I don't care. Could
1: be any hand gesture.
0: (laughs) But she says, anyone. But she says, like, well, I'm going to come down, but because I want to. And I was like, was she afraid of him? Did he scare her?
1: Uh, Again, this is the thing where I'm like, I think she just kind of likes that. I think Mm. that's the kind of attitude she digs. We just dig something a little different. That's all. That's true. But I don't don't know. Like, this whole thing is... um, it's like they're sort of talking and he's like even though like it's it's not landing for me it's landing for her because um it's almost snapping her out of this haze that she's been in Mm -hmm. the more that he's like we have to do this the more that she's like whoa whoa, 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 we're moving a little fast right whoa whoa, whoa, this is crazy like you know i mean i think basically all of this sort of comes to a head where she's like sees that he's the man for her and that they should be together, whether Mm -hmm. married or annulled. And I think she says as much. Yeah. Um, And Charlene says, this is so romantic. It's like Rhett and Scarlet. I say that, okay, for I don't even, I don't even know why you're listening to. to this if you don't know who Rhett and Scarlet are, but... You know, it is a movie from the 30s, so we'll give you a pass. Um, And I would just say that, like, I thought that was pretty nail on the head because he kind of is like a Rhett.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: think the thing I didn't realize and what clicked for me is, like, I don't think that I would enjoy Rhett Butler if I watched Gone with the Wind today. I haven't seen it in I don't know oh. how long. But I think yeah. it's sort of that same kind of, like, I'll take charge here. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, just calm down you know right um so i think uh this next kind of thing though past that sorry is this that reese says you saw it ladies she turned me down Mm -hmm. you know it took me two watches (laughs) which might say more about me than anything else but this was a show right yeah yeah. I mean, obviously, we get by the end when we can talk about that that this was a, a ruse, but like, this was to unwound her pride, mm-hmm. um, and which is kind of nice. I do think that's nice, actually. I don't like any of the way that it came together, and like you said, there's some holes here, some old mm-hmm. plot holes, <laughs> and it's 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 strange. But I think I think the intention was good, and we'll go with it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think what you're you're touching on is something that, like you said, I I didn't, um, I actually, it, it should have been obvious to me that this was kind of a setup, because Suzanne is on the couch questioning the reverend, like, do I know you from somewhere? How do I know you? Right. Do we know each other? And I just thought she was trying to get to know him. I don't, I thought that was just a weird, like, 80s sitcom thing. But it it ties to the ultimate reveal, which is... He's the parking attendant at some restaurant or something that Reese hired to pretend to be a reference. At the country club. Country Club, okay.
1: And I think that uh I think I well my thought was, what is that with her in party barges? Yes,
0: I had that thought too. I'm
1: like, did she ever get off those things? <laughs> <laughs> that part was kind of strange, but I wonder if that was like a little L B T breadcrumb. I don't know. Maybe just to kinda like like a cute little callback. Um, but, you know, I mean, basically, you know, I, the, the last thing that we really get after they have figured each other out here mm-hmm. and they're, they decided not to get married, they're not going right. to do it. And it's okay. And, right. and she, she calls them out for this whole thing with the parking attendant for what you mm-hmm. just said. And then the last thing we get is this, as the scene ends is she throws the bouquet backwards over at the girls Charlene catches it.
0: Charlene caught it. Okay. Mm -hmm. I probably should have paid attention to that.
1: I rewound it to see Mm -hmm. because I was sure. And I've got a little note here that says, a little foreshadowing for Charlene. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe I looked Mm. it up. Maybe I didn't. We'll have to see.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Only time will tell.
1: Only time in a 35-year-old TV show will tell. (laughs) It'd be hard to find out. (laughs) So, And that's pretty much where the show ends. So, are you ready to rate this sucker?
0: <laughs> I'm ready. Kay. Do you want to set the scale before we jump in? Oh, am I d-
1: Okay. Well, I just. Do you have I a scale? I do, but I always want to give you the opportunity to have your own scale okay, if you well, want
0: it. Hmm, well, my, I think mine would be kind of boring because I would rate in terms of. Oh, gosh, I'm torn between annulments and bad hairdos. Oh. I might go bad hairdos.
1: Okay. Well, stay with bad hairdos. And how many bad hairdos is it?
0: I'm going to give this episode three bad bad hairdos. It was a really rough intro to Reese. And I'm really hoping it's not reflective of him as a character. I think we've talked a lot about maybe it's generational. Maybe it's just not my bag. Maybe he's just not for me. So that's all fine. Um, I just hope I find a way to enjoy him. I find that Julia could be, if I knew her in real life, she would be really abrasive for me, and I wouldn't enjoy her, but I enjoy her character. Mm. So I'm hoping that this will kind of come around with Reese. I appreciated that this episode pulled out some of those uh, more abrasive parts of Julia's personality, some of those parts that... um, some people might see as shortcomings and, and had her kind of coming to terms with them or just admitting them outright, which I thought was humbling. And um, I appreciated that um, there were some really funny lines. There were some cute things. I think Charlene just continues to shine as um, you know, kind of a comedic part of the show. So I appreciated that. Um, so I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I'm going to put it right there at the three.
1: Okay. Well, we're both three. My, my scale oh. was a little different. It okay. was three out of five hot-to-trot women from the country club. <laughs> so, you know, I just got to say hot-to-trot as many times as possible. Um, you know, I, I, the downsides for me was there wasn't any Anthony. Um, I can't profess my love anymore. Um, you know, <laughs> I, think, I think I'm putting it a little bit more gently in my notes. I have feeling on the fence about Reese. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't care for him at all. So, in this yeah. episode, except for the fact that, like, again, I think how Holbrook is coming through, and I think mm-hmm. he's charming. And right. I feel, a li- I think, in doing some of that research on their relationship in real life, it's got me feeling kind of like, uh, you know, um, mm-hmm. it kind of also reminded me of Design House. Uh, which was episode six with these circular plots where we basically spend thirty minutes watching one of our main characters discovering something about themselves that we already knew, um, oh. <laughs> you know, or like you point. know we start off with this whole thing I don't know just the whole will they want they, and it we're trying to like encapsulate that in twenty two minutes is rough. Um, I just think it felt like. It felt like knee, like not knee jerky, but like, again, I felt a little bit like a ping pong ball. Just a ding, Mm -hmm. ding, 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 ding. So I don't know. But uh, I already mentioned this. But the other thing that I had on my list and it feel it feels worth repeating, especially since she's becoming one of your favorites. I really like Suzanne in this episode. I hope we get to see more of this Suzanne. Um, She's well-meaning. She's trying to do some things. So that was mine. Want to talk 80s?
0: yeah what you got i think unfortunately i think some of my 80s references i actually didn't know so i had to look them up um so maybe i'll let you go first and see what you got
1: okay so i have imelda marcos here um and i have but i also had to i had to look imelda marcos up because but she was definitely in the news I think some things were happening for her in 1986. We're having, we're, I think we're going to have a little, that was my only reference I had to look up. So why don't we, we can save it. We can talk about it now. I don't.
0: You knew Gene Dixon and the amazing Creskin?
1: Hey? <laughs> I missed oh. that reference altogether.
0: In the restaurant scene. Um, he says basically, I think he says something like, did you know that's what I was going to, Get you or did you have any idea and she was like i would have had to have been gene dixon and the amazing crest or not even if i had worked with gene crest Jean dixon and the amazing Creskin could have ever guessed that um okay, i missed that yeah right so I, I was like what did she just say um they were or are i think he's still alive i don't think she is she was a psychic and he is a mentalist he says he's not a psychic but he does make predictions mm. Like the um, mentalist. So, base, <laughs> Sure. So the idea was, like, if she had worked with them, she never could have guessed anyway. Mm. And they also mentioned Sanka.
1: Mm-hmm. Was this a person or which, a drink?
0: Sanka is a yes. drink? I think it's an instant coffee. Yeah, okay. I, I, That's what she offered them when they came down, when Julia came right, downstairs.
1: Right. I do. I will say, though, that when she said that, I was a little confused because for some reason, I thought it was like a liqueur
0: so in an earlier episode Charlene had offered a drink that I had to look up that was a liqueur so I also looked up Sanka for that reason because I was like is this the same thing Have i already been here and forgotten mm-hmm.
1: I mean but it makes sense though in terms of a joke I guess since they're both supposedly I mean Reese doesn't seem it but Julia's hungover it's morning time I just but why not folders? but why not for like recognition oh yeah. okay I thought you meant for deliciousness coffee yeah i don't know that's a good that's a good question i'm i'm not sure
0: so i i looked it up i didn't make it admittedly very far in my search i saw it was instant coffee and figured that's the joke they were making mm-hmm. um but that was my amalgamation I, I that was my amalgamation of like 80s things but also things i didn't oh know.
1: okay well so i had also hiding rings and things um, oh, uh-huh. Not that that doesn't continue, but apparently it started in the 80s. Um, and then soaps get mentioned while she's upstairs. Uh, oh. Frank and Kim and Alone on their discotheque. I'm just saying all of that felt very 80s oh. to me. Um, <laughs> I forgot about the late Early 80s, but okay. Um, and then this whole telegram thing, that really yeah. threw me for a loop because I was like, well, that even sounds old for the 80s. I don't. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. So, look, I'm gonna just cut to the chase here, Nikki, and say that I think we should link to this article I found because it's actually really quite oh. fascinating. But I also know that, like, you know, time. Um, but I do, can I share two really quick facts about Telegrams? Sure. This blew my mind. So you can still send them today. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so smart. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You can still send faxes that all these things still exist
1: well i did you know that there are about 20 sent every year
0: oh that seems
1: high. high so at least as of 2015 that was the newest article i could find um so i have a knock me over with a feather when i heard that um or read that and uh so <laughs> this is to let you know when i was like i gotta walk away <laughs> i was starting to read about the pony express <laughs> Oh, good Lord. And I was like, okay, I got to stop. I can just feel Nikki just like... (laughs) giving me (laughs) the eyes so we'll link to it
0: everybody can see that Yeah, we'll
1: link to it so you can you can see why the telegram was invented so and I have here I said it's interesting it's interesting in in parentheses I swear Um, but this way you can decide you can do your own deep dive people you don't need us to do your deep dive for you every time Um, so and I will say that uh, I, I did have to look up Imelda Marco so just real quickly she's a Filipino politician and she was convicted um, when she was the first lady of the Philippines for 20, uh, after being the first lady for 21 years, I guess her and her husband stole billions from their country and the people of their country and um, they were both deposed in 1986 or at least she was. So she must have just been top of mind for old LBT, not old LBT, Yeah, just...
0: It sounded like that had been in the news. Yeah. That sounded like I, I did you get to the part where Amelda was. Um, what's the word when you're kicked out of your country? I want to say evicted, but that's oh, not yeah. the right word. Sent into exile. Mm. She's like exiled from her country. She returned and made another run at politics. Did she do well? Doesn't that sound like I think she of did. Course. I think she got into a position. Doesn't that sound like American politics? Uh huh. Like, screw over the whole nation, wait a few years, and then come back in. Even if
1: a few years.
0: <laughs> it's, so, yeah, that story was fascinating. Yeah, I mean,
1: the people's people's brains, they're, they just don't remember things for forever, so...
0: I think the most interesting thing, though, uh, for people who are pro- or the kind of people who are listening to our podcast, is that um, when she was deposed in 1986, their family worth was estimated to be between five and ten billion dollars. That's how much money they had stolen from their country. She had three thousand plus shoes in her collection.
1: Yeah. So I guess it was all the bags of stuff.
0: It was the bags. The so that's bringing out. that reference full yeah. circle. Julia comes in with all those bags, and they say, hey, look, it's them. As we've
1: said before, the best jokes are the ones that are thoroughly explained. And that's what Nikki and I are here to do.
0: <laughs> so anyway, Selena, but it's did you have any more? It's
1: important because it, not, we didn't know who we're, this person was. We're
0: learning things. We're, we're learning things. We're learning together. Um, the Designing Women cultural references walked so that Gilmore Girls could run. And you could hear these very obscure references.
1: I was thinking about Gilmore Girls as well. I was wondering if you were. Um, But I guess that sort of shows the danger of ripping things from the headlines. Is Mm -hmm. that if if two idiots (laughs) (laughs) who have lost their marbles decide to get together years later and comb through your work, your references may not stand the test of time.
0: We're going to need some explanations.
1: Um, normally, I just call myself an idiot. You know, I don't think you're an idiot, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> if
1: one idiot and one lovely human being.
0: <laughs> I'm going to give you a pass. Did you have any other Southern things? Uh, so all I. Do you have any an Southern an things? Any at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> Imelda was not I'm Southern. Sc-
1: <laughs> um, uh, so uh, swoggled. Mm. I don't actually know that's I did sort of try to look. I'm like, is that Southern in origin? Um,
0: it sounds like a pirate term mm, to me. Mm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. But there, I don't know. Now, now <laughs> sure, I'm thinking sure. it's sounding pirate. But before it just that hot to try. All of those things just sound like very Southern to me. I don't know why. But like the Southern that people think of when they're thinking of S- the South and they don't know what Southern people actually sound like.
0: <laughs> Not
1: right. actually what real southern people sound like. So and then the only other Southern Southern thing I really had on my list was the Atlanta Bar Association.
0: Oh. Good call. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Good call. Uh so that about wraps us up on episode eight, huh? Episode
1: eight in the books.
0: We we still have four unmarried designing women despite the fact that it was looking like we were going a different direction at the beginning of this episode. oh, uh, Yep, that's true. So next we'll cover episode nine. Uh, I don't know if it's called the It Men or the IT Men. IT is capitalized in the title? Yeah,
1: I was thinking IT, but I guess we'll find out. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: We'll find out. I don't, I don't know. What was IT in the 1980s? I have no idea. Um, so that's what we'll cover next time. Uh, as always, we want people to follow along and engage with us on social media. We are um, on Instagram at Sweet Tea and TV, on Facebook at Sweet Tea and TV. You can email us at pod at gmail.com. And you can visit our website at www.SweetTeaTV.com. Anything to say on the social media front, Selena? Any plugs you want to make?
1: Uh, eh. Follow us. Mm-hmm.
0: Follow us and share your content. Yeah,
1: do that. Your southern. Yeah, content. do that and have some sweet tea this week. Oh, <laughs> please! Have some sugar on us.
0: <laughs> I mean, we're not paying Pour for it. Pour some sugar but...
1: on yourself. <laughs> oh God! Oh yeah, we're not paying for anything. We're paying for this <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. So. I guess that wraps it up. We'll see you next see time. See you around the bend. Bye.
1: All right, always just a little bit sweaty. Just thinking again about Nikki.
0: Always a little bit sweaty mates. <laughs> just go ahead and throw it out there. <laughs> It could stick with me for life. That could be on my tombstone one day. Oh, that's Here sad. lies a little sweaty woman. She was kind, but sweaty. <laughs>
1: Just always a little bit. <laughs> Even when it was very cold, somehow,
0: there was still a little sweat. But she wasn't a little bit sweaty. On those days, she was a lot bit sweaty. <laughs> In the dead heat of summer.
1: Don't worry about it. You live in Georgia. (laughs) It's never warm. It's just humid. That's all.